What does that even mean when we say we are Christian radio? Well, it sets us apart from any other radio station in that we unashamedly proclaim on this radio station, on the airwaves in South Africa, on the continent of Africa, that Jesus is God. Just think on that. Jesus is God. Ample scriptures in the Bible to back that up. And I've seen many a debate on social media about people. In fact, I know somebody in person who says, well, I'm struggling to believe that. You know, I know he's part of the Trinity, but how can he be God? Well, we don't deny that fact that Jesus is God. We proclaim it to the ends of the earth. And it is in his wonderful name that we greet you this morning. The name Uh, which God has given to mankind by which he wants us to be saved. The only name. Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. How are you doing on this beautiful, 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 nothing blue about this Monday morning, 5th of December? Can you believe it? 27 days to go before we reboot and start all over again. I hope uh, you will have some time to be refreshed in this holiday season to take a break. Whether you're taking the garden route uh, from the one post of the uh, garden to the other post, or whether you are fortunate enough to take a quick break, take a breather, be at the bushveld, the sea, or wherever it is that you're going to, I trust that you will drive safe, that God will protect you, and that you will come back already raring to go for 2023. This morning, just between uh, 7.30, is it 7.30? Yes, 7.30 and 8 o'clock, we ask you a very specific question pertaining to God's Word, 1 Peter 3.15. 1 Peter 3.15. It's almost like Romans 1.20, isn't it? Uh, If we quote it often enough on this radio station, it starts sinking in. And before you know it, you start remembering that scripture. 1 Peter 3.15 says, You and I need to always be ready to tell others the reason of the hope that lives in us. Are you ready? Louis Malherbe, a uh, brother that's with the Lord now, they said, there's only one thing that really matters, and that is when last have you led a lost soul to the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you remember there was a time in your life when you were lost, where God had sent somebody, a faithful servant, to your heart, to minister to your heart, to tell him or her your story and... Uh, so that that person can be saved, that you can be saved. And so 1 Peter 3.15 says, be ready. Are you ready? This morning we ask you for one minute. If you could be heard about everybody in the world, what is on your heart to share with the world this morning? We, we, we say on this radio station, with the globe, with the earth. Because who knows where God will take the, the airwaves the frequency, 657 AM. We've had uh, testimonies on this radio station of people in South America hearing us. In fact, I know people in the UK are hearing us right now. Not so Chrissy Bell. Not sure if you tuned in. People down under in the uh, uh, Australia uh, uh, listening to us right now in Japan, all over. So if you could speak for one minute and be heard by everybody in the world, what is in your heart? To share this morning. 
If today is your last opportunity that you can use to proclaim the gospel, what would you share? What would you tell a dying world? We give you that opportunity by uh, sending us a voice note, 30 seconds to a minute. You'd be amazed what you can squeeze into 30 seconds uh, to a minute and send it to us on 082-657-2729. Maybe you woke up all fired up this morning. Maybe you've been uh, in church this weekend, had a wonderful weekend uh, in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe your early hour morning was spent in the presence of God Almighty and you're all fired up and ready. Well, here's an opportunity for you, my brother, my sister. Send us a voice note, 082 And we'll be playing them in. We'll be racking them, stacking them, and playing them in between 7.30 and 8 o'clock this morning. Are you obedient to that call? Are you willing to, uh, to hop on the walls, blow the uh, ram's horn and say, Here I am, Lord. Send me. I'm willing to speak out about the hope of Christ who lives in me. 082-657-2729. I so hope that you would seize the opportunity. You can even send it through right now. Send it through right now, and uh, it gives us time to just check them out, and then we'll play them in a little bit later on this morning. If you're in your car on the highways and byways of our city, if you're on a holiday this morning, do travel safe. Make sure that you stay buckled up and uh, stay close to Radio Pulpit as well. We love reading God's Word on this radio station. We love sharing God's eternal Word. But I need to say something to you. You know, some people struggle to read God's Word. Can you, can you remember way back when, before you were saved, that huge black book that was lying on the bedside table there or on the, the bookshelf? We struggled to read it. We couldn't understand it. If you want to understand God's Word properly, more than just good tools and text is what you're going to need, my brother. My sister, you need to be spiritually in position to know what there is. To delve into God's Word, you really need to be spiritually in position. Why am I saying this? Because God does not dispense His truth to the sinful or, or to the merely curious. What a name. The scribes. I love what curious was with the word van here. God will reveal Himself. And his will to us, if you sincerely want to know what he wants to reveal, it means you must be prepared. You must be spiritually prepared to read the Bible. Since in the final analysis, my brother, my sister, it is the Holy Spirit that reveals that truth to us, isn't it? We should be reading prayerfully, and we should be open to God's voice, that that's still an inner voice that speaks to you and say, here's the road, walk on it. He will give you understanding. God will give us answers to the question, how does what God want me to apply this truth in my life? I want to say this to you in the end. It's not just the one who hears or knows or even understands the will of God who is blessed, but it is the one who does it. It's the one who does the will of God. What am I talking about Yeah, I'm talking about obedience. There are so many lukewarm people in this world. 
And I want to ask you a difficult question because it's difficult to look into one's own heart and, and, and determine whether you are hot for the Lord or on fire for the Lord or are you lukewarm? And somebody forwarded something to me that, man, it, it just makes you think, how do you know if you're lukewarm? You know what, when the story of Calvary doesn't make you cry anymore, what Christ has done for us on Calvary, just stop and think. I'm talking about lukewarmness. When, when sin doesn't really bother you anymore, I'm talking about lukewarmness. When you find it comfortable to miss church service, I'm talking about lukewarmness. When your prayer life is non-existent and empty, I'm talking about lukewarmness. When, when, when tithing is, oh man, people get on the, on, the, on the edge when you talk about this. When it becomes a sacrifice for you. I'm talking about lukewarmness. When, when worship is an effort, I'm talking about lukewarmness. How do you know that you are lukewarm? When saying amen to the preaching, be it a church, cell group, wherever, when it becomes uncomfortable to you, I'm talking about lukewarmness, my brother, my sister. So many people only seeking God when when they're in desperate need. I'm talking about lukewarmness. When you're no longer a witness, and you couldn't care less to be a witness, I'm talking about lukewarmness. So many people looking for loopholes in the church standards nowadays. Talking about lukewarmness. When you love pleasure more than what you love God. When your giving is from your leftovers and not from your first fruit. When you want to miss hell but not enough to change how you live. When you're worried more about man's approval than God's approval. When you feel no inward response to preaching. So many people criticizing their pastor, criticizing the church and holiness, criticizing holiness when it comes easy. Where do you find yourself? Somebody said the other day, when Satan doesn't even bother fighting you anymore. What am I talking about? I'm talking about lukewarmness. When you no longer weep in despair over lost souls. When last have you worried about lost souls? Millions and millions in this world. When the thought of coming to the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't excite you. Are you lukewarm? Talking about obedience. I'm here to stir you to obedience. You know what? If you go to obedience, what does it even mean? What does the Bible say about obedience? What does the Word of God say about obedience? The Webster Dictionary talks about a, 
a submissive compliance to the command of the one in authority. That's words that we're not comfortable with nowadays. Submissive compliance <laughs> to the command of the one in authority. Many a man in the Bible that struggled with disobedience. I'm just thinking about the king. You, if, if, if I have to ask you, of a king in the Bible that was disobedient to God, who do you think of immediately? I think there's a couple of kings, but kings who were supposed to knew God. King Saul. Yeah, 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 I can hear you agree with me. King Saul. What about Lot? What about Jonah? When God says, go to Nineveh, and, God, and, and Jonah hop on the, on the ship. The other direction. Disobeying God. What does it even mean to be obedient to God? You don't want to be lukewarm on this Monday morning. You want to kick off the day right. You know what? Yesterday is gone. If you've messed up yesterday, God is the God of the second chance. We serve an infinitely good God. And so here's your chance to say, Lord, this day, right here, right now, Lord, fire me up, touch me, refresh me, renew me, Lord. Because obedience, I know, Lord, your word says it's an essential part of Christian faith. You know what? Jesus himself was obedient. Obedient unto death, even death on the cross. I'm not, I'm, I'm not just thumb-sucking that because I'm trying to be clever. It is, it is written in God's Word. It is written in the Bible. And if the Bible says it, I believe it, and that settles it. It says in Philippians 2 and verse 8, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death unto the cross. Jesus didn't struggle with obedience. And so for us as Christians, why is it such a, 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 a burden on taking up our crosses and following the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you willing right here, right now to say, Lord, I'm willing to take up my cross this day and follow you. That, you know what that, that, that means? Obedience. It means obedience. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. So much so for the love of yourself, Doug. Yeah, that's, that's a chat for a whole other day. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It means obedience. The Bible says we show our love for our master, our savior, our Messiah, by obeying him in all things. In all things. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. God has blessed me with a beautiful wife. I've been married to her close on to 30 years now. And you know what? It's such a privilege to have a spouse that loves the Lord and that you can call your soulmate. But there's one thing that reminds me about my love for the Lord, and that is if I keep my wife happy, I go out of my way, not because it's my duty. It's because I love her to keep her happy. 
Christ died for his bride. Are you willing to die for your bride? Last night, as I was laying in bed and I was holding her in my arms just in the midst of the night, I was thinking on it. When the Lord come and fetch me, I can't take her with. In spite of my love for her, I can't take her with. She stays behind. My son stay behind. My daughter stay behind. Your fancy car stay behind. That beautiful house, the clothes in your cupboard, everything, all these things here on earth stay behind. But the one thing that remains is love. Love and obedience. A Christian who is not obeying Christ's command is rightly asking God's word, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not do what I say? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say? I'm not here to make Monday morning difficult for you. I'm just here to draw a line in the sand and say, God's mercy is fresh and new with each new daybreak. This day, you can change it right here, right now. Lord, I pray that you would stir my heart into obedience, Lord. It's not, you, you know what, it's, it's not just a, a, a duty when we're talking about this. It's not just our obligation, but it's out of love that we are submissive to our king. To say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. And I know today we're not called to obey the laws of Moses. That's been fulfilled in Christ Jesus, Matthew 5.17. We are to obey the laws of Christ. What is that? That's the law of love. That's the law of love. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law. Man, it sounds beautiful, doesn't it? Huh? Bear one another's burdens. Draai jou vrou se laste. Weet jy waarmee jou sien en jou dochter sikkel? Weet jy waarmee jou man battle op die oomlik? And I'm just talking Jerusalem. I'm just talking right there in your own house. Bear one another's burdens. What about your neighbors? Are you praying for them, for their salvation? What about your brothers and sisters in church? What about your colleagues at work? Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians 6 and verse 2. What a privilege it is to remind each other of God's word. A new commandment I give to you this morning, Monday morning, the 5th of December, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are to love one another. Hoe sê die Bijbel, jy moet God lief hebben met jylle kracht, met jou jylle siel, al jou verstand, en jou naaste soos jouself. Jou naaste soos jouself. Love one another. Jesus himself stated the greatest command. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Hmm? The first and greatest command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hey, brother, sister, if, if, if we love the Lord, we will obey Him. Just test your own heart this morning. If we love the Lord, and you know what? It's never too late. Yesterday is gone. If you lived in obedience all the way up to yesterday, it's gone. Last night, it's gone. Tomorrow, we have no stake in it. But right here, right now, 
And I want to say this to you. We won't be perfect in our obedience, but our desire to submit to the Lord and to display good works. Go out there because you love the Lord and be the difference that you so desire to see. I want to say this to you. If we love the Lord and we obey Him, we naturally love one another. Because obedience to God's command will make you light, will make you salt in a dark and a tasteless world. I trust that as you listen to this radio broadcast, you will say, here I am, Lord. I undertake to be obedient this day. Here I onderneem om my liefde om in die woord te bly, om gehoorzaam te wees in hierdie dag, wanneer die Heere vir jou sê, baie duidelik, that, that in a voice, what do we call it, something said to me, no, it's not something, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, guiding you, leading you, and so Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters, Messiah Yeshua, wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, Lord Messiah Yeshua, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord, we You've given us the words to, to lift you on high, to worship you, to praise you. Eternal God, it is to you that we come, the God of Israel, the God of our Bibles, the God of Radio Pulpit, the God of South Africa, the God of Cyril Ramaphosa, the God of every man, woman, and child in this country. God says, every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess. Lord, make us obedient this day. Make us faithful and true. Lead us, Lord. Forgive us our sins. We are such broken vessels, Lord. We stumble and we fall. We have a thin veneer of Christianity sometimes with which we coat everything. Yes, Lord, even to the extent that we are lukewarm. But touch us this morning, Lord. Remind us of the beauty of your word. Remind us that in Christ Jesus, we are a new creation. Thank you, Father, that we can come to you in the early hours of this morning. This Monday morning, the 5th of December, 23 minutes after 6, and say it is before you, Lord, that we submit, that we bow down, that we cast our souls on the altar of obedience and say, Lord, it is because I love you, Lord Jesus. It is because I love you first and foremost that I choose obedience. Help me to obey your word, the voice of the Holy Spirit, the leading and the touching, the steering of the Holy Spirit in this day. Guard my mouth, Lord. Guard my thoughts. Guard my heart. And lead me in ways everlasting. In Jesus' mighty, majestic, beautiful, restorative name we pray it. And all of God's children says, Amen and Amen. 